U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 23 hours, 11 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 4 hours, 11 minutes, 50 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 23 hours, 12 I'm so happy to be here, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Still, I know the world's on fire, the situation's dire. A lot of work and courage is gonna be required, but I'm just happy to be here. It is January 23rd, 2023, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, but I missed my haircut appointment today, Jesse. Well, I had your car, so I filled that But I there. still missed it. I completely, I woke up this morning with the dogs early, but I let them take me back for their nap. Oh, so what was your appointment, like at 9 or 10? 11.45. <laughs> wow, that's really sleeping in. <laughs> Or he's still giggling over there. I've got to put the curtain pulls on these curtains because it's just so dark in here now. I enjoy it. I enjoy the darkness too much. Uh, and they, they they usually get up and play, but today this morning they they got up thrown off by the curtain. Yeah, also. and they they got up and they played. They went outside. They did their thing, and then they, they came up to the couch, and I hadn't even got out of the blanket yet. And I was like, oh yeah, it's warm, guys. And I just fell back asleep. I woke up at like. Maybe 11.40. Didn't even think about the haircut till like 2 p.m. And I called him and I was like, hey, you know. But luckily, you did have my car because your car is uh, is uh, being fixed by the uh, the Audi dealership because they figured out there was something wrong with the battery, right? It's like continuous right? car drama. I'm almost over it. I should have okay, bought a Tesla. Jesse. It's okay. That's all right, you know. Well, we're about to have an anniversary. I think we had an anniversary this past weekend. This coming week, this is going to be three years since they started the whole COVID thing. They started, or well, COVID, like, COVID was discovered. Well, the first case was, first I guess, case discovered, was discovered three years three ago, years ago Friday, Friday. But like, this is when it all ramped up, you know? Yeah. And finally, over, people. Yay! Yay! 
All right, Jesse, you want to take a break? And we got a breaking news story to cover. Uh, something just went down right before we started. How about that? All right, sounds good. emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality you're stuck on kbut the butt this is doctor whoever when you gotta go you gotta go but we will be right back remember to always wipe and wash those hands doctor's orders this is kbut the butt about rainbows and what's on the other side it has been a weird couple of days today jesse because as i was pulling the articles for the show today and getting everything together um they were just coming out with facts about a shooting that happened in california monterey park monterey park california i guess maybe 48 hours ago ish something like that um turned out to be a older asian man yeah, the guy was 72 years old. 72 years old, but breaking and news story, though. Were, were well, we're going to get to that, but breaking news story, Jesse, before we came breaking on. news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. At 2 o'clock earlier this afternoon, about four hours ago, there was another shooting in Northern California at a mushroom farm. At Half Moon Bay. Half Moon Bay. And it so was another. Like, wait, 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 wait. It was another elderly Asian man. Yeah, you literally just told me this because I came home from work and I had yes. a little workout, and then I came and saw the news. I'm like, like well, I was like, why does it say 17 people died? I was confused I was as like, well. Is, did more people die in the hospital? And you're like, no, there was another shooting in California. It's insane. But another elderly Asian man. I think one was in 60s and so one like was a, in 70s. almost a copycat, maybe. I don't know, or mentally disabled, I mean, but that who seems knows, something right? odd to copycat, especially in that age demographic. That doesn't seem like something you would do. What is it I mean? like? Yeah, like, do you just, you have beef and you're like, well, that guy, look what that guy went out and did. Maybe I can go out and, you know, go out with a blaze of glory as well. Because I was wondering that when they, um, we'll talk about it later, but sometimes I wonder if, like, all this attention from the news and the media just gives these people more glory to go out and be more destructive so they can sit in their car and listen to the news as the police come chase them and then they just kill themselves. I don't know, Justin. I don't know, but let, let's talk about well, the, let's last, move on. The, last, the last shooting, though. Oh, no, so, no, let's move on. We're going to talk about... We got, we'll move into... We got the top five things that happened since the last show. We'll find it, the Two, one, zero. All right, Mr. Jesse, so what do you have about the other shooting that happened? What day was the other shooting? Do we know exactly what it was, when it was? It was about, you know, within the past 48 hours. 
because um, they just identified. But in the Monterey Park, sh- Park shooting, the man was identified as the 72-year-old Asian, uh, killed 10 and injured 10 others at a dance studio. So but- here's the thing, though. So the shooter killed 10 people, uh-huh. injured 10 additional people uh-huh. following a Lunar New Year celebration in L.A. at the city of Monterey Park. And a separate incident occurred in a neighborhood in Alhambra shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. But no one was reported injured in that one, though. No, we have a story from that, and I'll play it for you right here. You're gonna about to see. You're gonna see a worker at this dance hall disarm this other Asian man with a gun, um, and it's apparently some kind of jerry-rigged gun that has like a silencer and can shoot all these rounds or whatever. Um, but so it's the a guy, modified weapon. Modified weapon. Um, the guy with the glasses is the guy that has the gun. So the key question tonight, what drove the gunman to target these two dance halls, different halls? Kate Snow now on the investigation as we learn more about the shooter's background. You see it up there? That's tonight, it. new details about the alleged shooter, who can Tran, as police learn more about his past. We recovered one 308 caliber rifle, Numerous electronic devices, such as cell phones, computers, etc. Items that lead us to believe the suspect was manufacturing homemade firearm suppressors. Crazy, Multiple right? law enforcement it's sources intense. tell NBC so News right now the evidence gathered suggests a personal motive rather than terrorism or a hate crime. They're examining whether the crime may have been directed at the Star Ballroom as a business or... Apparently him and his wife used to take dance classes there. His ex-wife, they're divorced. At people connected to the studio. The gunman targeted two ballrooms heading to a second location after killing 11 people. Detectives believe he had frequented both locations, according to the LA Times. Mass shooters often are insiders in the places where they target. So school children target schools, uh, workplace employees target their, their place of employment. And it's also because you have an existing grievance with that location. And also because these are places that you know the best. The suspected gunman met his former wife at the Star Ballroom. Here's the beginning. Can you see where he takes it away? You see that up there? So that's the guy that takes the gun away from him. Anderson had an interview with him. I'm sure there'll be more of that guy coming out. Well, here he is right here. It's like a four-minute clip. I don't want to play it for too long, but like, it's like, uh... I'm just happy. And he got very concerned. There he is. The focus should be shifted to the victims right now. So this is the guy right here that disarmed the fighting. disarmed the guy, right? I think that that's, yeah, that's where we're currently inside medical care right now, fighting for their lives. And I think they should have the support of the people. I know your dad is very proud of you. I know your yes. sister is very proud of you. Yeah, you know, I, I sort of wonder that they, they talked to you as sort of an introverted sort of guy. Did, where did that strength come from? Where did that drive come from to get that gun? Uh, I really don't want to comment on myself right now. Right now, I want to make this about the people that were injured in this incident and the people who were unfortunately taken away from us. This guy's great, right? I love this guy. All right, well, unfortunately, there has been 38 mass shootings, Jesse, in 2023 already. Isn't that crazy? It's really sad. There was another one at a school in Des Moines, Iowa, at a charter school. Aren't the charter schools the ones you're supposed to be able to send your kids to where, like, they're better? Um, But apparently this one is actually one for at-risk students, and uh, two faculty were shot today, Monday afternoon, at this charter school. It's like... I mean, uh, it, it does seem that access to guns 
if you didn't have access. Like I say, if I don't want to eat the ice cream, I shouldn't buy the ice cream and bring it into the home. I then agree. I couldn't go eat ice cream. If you don't have ice cream, then you have to go out to Dairy Queen to get you ice cream. So like it's you know so I'm saying you make it easier for yourself to eat the ice cream when you have the ice cream in your home. Just like you make it easier for your kid to shoot his classmates when you have guns all over your house. And you talk about how great guns are and all your t-shirts have guns on them and you fly your Confederate flag on the back of your truck and you know, and all your whole life revolves around, oh no, you're not going to take my guns. It just, it, it kind of like makes people crazier. And I think, I do think there's something about the news that people want to kind of go out in this like blaze of glory. Some of these mentally disabled people. What do you think? Yeah, and I think there's other western societies that have different gun laws and gun restrictions Mm -hmm. and don't have as many mass shootings as we do but the fact that we're talking about 38 mass shootings already and this year just getting started Mm -hmm. so what are we on a trajectory to like in the hundreds i mean at some point where is is the line to where there something needs to be done you know i mean it's just like i don't know Mm -hmm. i understand that there's rights and there's things in place but sometimes you really need to look at something. It's kind of like what's going on with the border. The border was fine for you know for a while, but now it's been 30, 40 years mm-hmm. since the issue has been dealt with. And now what will we see? We see a crisis Major at the border. Problems. We see people that aren't getting processed through asylum. And it's just a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. But w- the reason why it's like that, because there's been an inaction and a failure of leadership, mostly on the Republican side. Let's be clear well, yes. where the blame is. Failing to change reform and pass legislation that addresses the issues that directly affect every single American person. People and like our is, next story. I mean, people are going to come to the point mm-hmm. where they're not going to go out anymore. Well, people like they, Ron people DeSantis, scared, who's like trying to be to president. Anywhere. They're trying to scare people. Like, there's a lot of scare tactics of stuff that's not real. Oh, I'm I'm scared of my kid might see a drag queen. So let me be scared about these silly things. Let me be scared about things that are not realistic or not really going to harm me, but I can make people think that they would I mean, be it's, somewhat it's, detrimental. But 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 not but but it distracts people away from the this, things that really cla- are. It's this classic scam artist. Yes. Look at this shiny object yes, over yes, here. Yes, And Americans love here. the shiny objects. You know what I, mean? Well, I mean, we are the shiniest object. That's what we love. Let's we love look, doing let's, that. Let's talk about drag queens and how right. how dangerous they are to your kids. Right. And then not address the person that's coming into the classroom and shooting up twenty right. kids. That's perfectly fine. Let's let's not let's not address that. Let's not make that a focus of our campaign or why we're running. Let's worry about the drag queen because that's mm-hmm. who I'm really worried about. It's always a drag queen. Well, just like okay, so today, today the big story was about Ron DeSantis and this whole thing about they don't want to teach some black a- AP class in schools. It was interesting how that was such a big story until all these shootings happened and all, and then it was like, oh, you know, and it's like, yeah, this it, this stuff is so little in comparison to big issues that are going on, but they're able to escalate them to a level that rouse people up to where they become things that they should have never been in the first place. It's like this. Let, let's talk about this. Like, when I went to school, if you wanted to take one of those advanced placement classes, all you had to do was, like, get a per- permission slip. Like, so let's, let's you know be what clear. I mean? like, what is an advanced placement right, course? Right. It's for the it's a college level kids. No, it's not just that. It's a college-level course. Well, th- what I mean by that is for credit- the kids that can be more mature. Yeah, and you get You should be able to handle adult that's what a, topics. That's what an advanced placement course. You because take in college, course, you're an adult. And then you, and you test for credit for college. This is so just this an is excuse. a college-level course. Yes. 
I agree. It's silly. This is silly, but I don't even have to, you know, he's such a bad egg, Jesse. <laughs> we, we can talk about eggs because they're, they're going to figure out what's going on with eggs, Jesse. The, uh, the U.S. Farm Group for eggs was there he's a bad egg. Because Ron DeSantis is a bad egg. The U.S. Farm Group, they're calling for a probe, Jesse. They want to know why these eggs... I want to know why they're so expensive, too. I, eggs are in everything. Everything we make has eggs in it. It's I had a co-worker say... Crazy. I, I was hesitant to bake something because I didn't want to use my eggs. That's how I thought about making waffles the other day. And mm, Bill Clinton wanted her eggs 25 let's, years let's, ago. Let's, let's talk about this since the eggs is an issue. So the, the concern with eggs is the price has gone up 138% since December. That is ridiculous, 138%, right? 138%. No, that is insane. Uh, from the year prior to $4.25 a dozen, according to Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, so... What is the issue? What, it's the why, bird what is flu? driving is up it, the... Is it the... We know it's not the free range because we learned about that. All you have to do is give them like a little teeny little glance at the outside <laughs> to kind of free range. I don't know. So what is what, it? Well, what, what is happening is that the companies are pointing to decrease egg supply nationwide due to the bird avian flu, flu which is the bird flu, which has driven up the prices from record highs i've never seen anything gone so high before and i think we've kind of and i, I want to say like it's americans weird. are used to this because with covid we saw you know toilet paper there was no toilet paper Not and prices eggs, were though. so high i know but this is just one of a series of supply chain issues that have happened within the last three years i feel like this egg thing is really really big though i don't know it's actually because you know me i don't complain or i don't notice things so i'm you like what? well I'm, but if i'm noticing this it's i feel like it's more of a big thing but speaking of eggs, Jesse, they're probably dried up and shriveled now, but 25 years ago, Bill Clinton wanted to splatter and make babies with them. Monica Lewinsky, the, the anniversary, Jesse. That's disgusting transition into this next article. The anniversary, 25 years ago. Vulgar. I remember driving in the car listening to Ace and TJ, and they'd be talking about, like, Bill Clinton was playing the piano with this lady named Monica, and then she gave him a Lewinsky, and I'm like... What is this Lewinsky, and how can I find out more about it? And I'm always like, Mom, let me take Ashley to school first. I want to go drop me off second. And I, and I, I like listening to the radio. My mom, I don't think my mom even knew. My mom was so sheltered. She still is. I don't even think she knew what they were talking about at the time. <laughs> but then I do remember her at one point as it went on. She said something like, she's like, Brian, she did something disgusting to that man. <laughs> <laughs> Her fault. How did she do something disgusting? I don't know. Why is it always the woman's fault? That's what I want to know. It was just, I just remember that to this day. We were probably going in Walmart, something like that. Walmart or Belk or, or Sears or somewhere else she'd be dragging me into. I don't know, Jesse. All right, but I think we might need to, uh, we might need to make a correction on here. So uh, let's do some pop culture news, Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesse, I see nothing about Jeremy Renner, Mr. Marvel Nighthawk, having to have his legs amputated. Hey, who is that news source that you use? It was like Huff. 
post or I don't know. That's why I said at the time I was like, well, the Huff like, post is no, it reliable. wasn't that though. It wasn't like that. It was oh, like you're making up subscriptions. No, it was like Huff Performance. I don't know what it was. It was, was probably Huffy.com. Huff. Hustler. I don't know what it was, but I mean, this article, according to Variety, so we can probably say this is accurate, this right? Is pretty accurate. That he broke thirty you, bones when it comes to celebrity use. Yeah, thirty bones. Um, and he's posted photos doing physical therapy workouts saying the bones will grow back stronger. I don't know. He's thinking of Harry Potter, I think. I don't know if that's how it works in the real world. Just a little background for people. So Jeremy Renner had an accident on January 1st after he tried to help remove a family member's car from being stuck in the snow near his Tahoe home in Nevada. And the actor's snowplow ended up running him over and critically injuring him. Mm. And Renner underwent two surgeries the next day. And uh, Renner's snowplow... Uh, was a piston bully or a snowcat, something of those things, an extremely large piece of snow removal equipment weighing over 14,000 pounds. Jesus. So imagine that com- coming over your legs hmm. or your body. I, mean, <laughs> I think... I remember my sister ran over my mom's foot one time. I don't know why it's coming. Like she was like trying to say goodbye. She wouldn't let my sister leave, and she was too close to the car. And she just ran over her foot because she just wouldn't move. She break her foot? No, it was just rolling over. It was probably like a Honda, some little, some little car you get a kid. It wasn't like it was an expensive. Oh, car you probably never probably. heard the end of that one. It was, it was funny though. I, I can't remember if it was me that did it or Ashley. I'll have to ask Ashley um, next time I talk to her. You ran her foot over. You I don't, don't remember. Recall. If it I was feel me like or something Ashley. you would remember. Maybe it was me. I think oh, I, I, I. I think I. I remember smashing her finger in a car door one time because she had her hand. And then well, again, it was blamed on me because she had her hand right there where you put. You know where the car shuts, the interior part. Why would you grab that to get in and out of a car? That's their their handles for a reason. I don't know where I'm going with this. Where are you going? I'm hearing you're violent. That's all I'm hearing. You get like PTSD all of a sudden for some reason. All right, Jesse. Um, apparently some people did not like Kim Kardashian at Harvard. So I got some tweets. So in response to the Kim Kardashian TED Talk, I'll call it, at Harvard, we'll call it the Harvard Talk, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, the rich girl talk, but this person named Holly Bennett, she did not like it. She says, Kim Kardashian was born into wealth, attempted to use a sex tape to launch an acting or singing career, neither launched. Kim K was wealthy enough to make a scripted reality show work because she and her family are shameless. Harvard is just as tacky as she and the Kardashians now. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I do. There's, there's plenty of rich people out there that try to use their money to project themselves into positions of stature in the pop society, and it just doesn't work. There is something to be said about the Kardashian-Jenner family. No, I agree. To be able to put the themselves marketing, on reality TV, yes. create a whole niche The marketing behind that is genius, and then, I agree. And then not only doing that, spin off of that and, and have... Both of them. I'm talking about Kylie Jenner, who has her own makeup line, who's now mm-hmm. close to being a billionaire, mm-hmm. and Kim Kardashian, who has Skims, who's mm-hmm. a body-fitting, uh, you know, clothing line. That doesn't just happen, you know, because you have money. That yeah. stuff doesn't happen. You can have money and continue to have that money, but being able to create a whole new business 
and a whole new idea for a business is something unique, and she should be credited for that. And there's something regardless be, of how she got her start or how much money she there's has. There's something to be said for letting you know billions of people around the world into your intimate moments of your life, of your your ups and your downs, your woes, I mean, your there's joys. There's plenty of reality stars out there. There's hundreds of reality show TVs. Are they billionaires now? Did she Do develop reality multi- TV? She didn't develop it. I, I mean, you her, know what I mean. Is she like mom, a, her you know mom? Mean, is, is she like is the first? A, is a, Ryan Seacrest was one of the oh, producers of the show. But are they like the first reality TV people? No. I can't even think, to be honest. They're not. I can't say that I've ever watched a full episode of it, but like back in the day when, you know, you watched cable, you'd be on an MTV and you'd just like, yeah, it would be there, but like you couldn't get away from it back then. I mean, it's brilliant uh, PR, whatever it is that they did with their reality show. It right? worked. And they created a niche for themselves that no one else was able to do. I agree, Mr. Jesse. What do you think about Miss? Hillary Duff, Jesse. I like her. Apparently, she's in a new show, and it's on season two. And I didn't know there was a season one. It's on Hulu, and you would think that they would serve us this, um, being as gay as we are. But um, this—it's called How I Met Your Father. Would you like to see oh, it's How I Met Your Mother spinoff? I guess. Well, I, again, never watched a full episode of How I Met Your Mother. Never. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is just way too annoying in that. But um, would you like I to see? Him. I do too, but not in that show. For some, for some reason, I it's I never believed it. <laughs> I could never believe him as a straight man. <laughs> I'm just gonna mm. get <laughs> you want to see this? Uh, let's see this. No, let's see. We're 30 now, and our lives are trash. Train wreck. <laughs> wow, we're really running out of board games to drink too. We all want to meet the love of our life. So cute. But the world is not that simple anymore. We're not a couple anymore. Can you guys really just turn it off like that? Your dynamic is incredibly sensual. I haven't even seen Hillary Duff yet. This is the beginning. Oh. <laughs> what are we I don't know. We're just oh, I like that guy, the dad. Old guy. <laughs> I believe that's me. Oh, what? He's so the old right guy. There. Listen, everyone be cool. Are they dating? Just like me. Or is that her dad? Let me hear you say it. What I guess am I? dating. Cool and chill. Well, oh, she's dating the old me. guy from I'm United told. States I'm of Terror. I don't know. Not have been perfect. I don't know, Jesse. I don't know. What There's do you think? There's nothing that screams watch mm, this. No. Me. I'll pass. Pass on that one. That could be one of those shows you have in the background when we take a nap. Background. Background. Well, someone that's definitely not in the background any longer. We got Pamela Anderson, Jesse. Was she got a tell-all book coming out or something? I don't know, but she wants to be in the news right now because she's dishing on Tim Allen. I always like to remind people that Tim Allen, back in 1978, was facing life imprisonment for cocaine charges, people. What a loss of a talent. <laughs> you know how many Santa movies you'd have never seen? I know, right? This guy was basically a drug kingpin, and then he became, you know, Santa America's Claus. America's most loved uh, father, you know? At least he didn't go the other way. Like, Cosby, like, everybody thinks you're great, and then people figure out you're, uh, you're a piece of shit or whatever. Um, Tim Allen, he was a dirtbag, and they turned his life mm. around with tool time. Um, so but I think he did. Well, apparently when he was on tool, tool time, Jesse... He was home um, improvement. Yeah. Well, home improvement, but didn't they do it? The section was called Tool Time. Well, they the whole point was he was on a TV show called Tool Time, right? Wasn't that the concept? Yeah. That like him and that guy were on a TV show together. What I'm trying to get at is he was showing his tool to Pamela Anderson while on Tool Time. So here's the thing. <laughs> so what Pamela Anderson is saying that oh she does know, have she a memoir. Was, you're right. So in she, her memoir, she was a Playboy model. If you guys remember, she was in a lot of magazines. That's how she became. You know, famous. Mm-hmm. So what she's alleging is that Tim Allen 
was in a robe on the set of Home Improvement, and he exposed himself to her and said, now we're on even ground. I've seen you <laughs> naked. Now you've seen me naked. Nothing, no more uncomfortable moments. <laughs> this is why I don't read the articles. That is hilarious. Is that true? That's what she That's said. why I don't read the articles until we do the show. That's funny. And Jesse... I could totally see him doing that, could you? Totally. That's a a totally Tim Allen thing to do. Well, we'll see. It doesn't look like she's going to come out and, like, sue him or anything. She's not one of those, like, you know. She probably was like, heh, you ain't got nothing on Tommy Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Who else we got? Oh, and Beyonce, Jesse, she's getting paid. Apparently, she was in, like, Dubai recently, and there was no phones allowed, but people got some sneaky footage. I watched it just to see, just because it was sneaky. She was there for. A private opening of the Atlantis, uh, and this performance netted her twenty-four million dollars. Hmm. It's one of the highest private performances by any artist that's been tracked by Rolling Stone. Pretty cool. We've been, I, well, I've been to the Atlantis in the Bahamas. We should go sometime. Like we should put that on a list, like another Atlantis somewhere. Because yeah. one of the Bahamas is beautiful, but I've already yeah. been to, I've already been to that one. Yeah. So Saturday over the weekend, Beyonce headlined the launch of a ritzy Atlantis, the Royal. Hotel in Dubai, where Songtress is reportedly at pocket $24 million for the hour-long set. So according to multiple reports, making her one of the highest-earning uh, entertainers in a lucrative world of exclusive events. Not bad for an hour's work, right? Not bad. $24 million? You can literally retire on that one performance. Not bad at all, Jesse. Well, do you care about the Oscars at all, or do you want to just skip into our money section? I, I don't care about it, but I'm sure our listeners do, so let's go Yeah, but it. I think I don't think they're even... I think it's just saying what to expect from the Oscars Oh yeah, so these are just like I think they come out tomorrow. Speculation. I think it's listed. We'll cover the when Oscars it comes out. when it actually comes okay, out. Okay, but yeah, but I do think they come out tomorrow. Alright, Jesse. Um, Beyonce might be able to give some money to uh, to Microsoft because they might need it because they'd be spending. I got some money juice coming up next. How about that? Sounds good. My mission is simple. To make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. From this picture came, uh, is where came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that, that I was mad. I was mad, you know, I was trying to smile like With the basket full of eggs? Yeah. No. You were an actual Bad Bunny. Yeah. And that's where it <laughs> See? And Well, Jesse, this open chat, whatever, GTI, GPT, ABCD, whatever it is, have you heard of this new thing? It's like some chat. I guess you can go in, you can type words, kind of like I created a lot of our intros for the show, Mm -hmm. um, using different software that allows you to type out what you want, and it will put a voice together, and you can edit it and stuff. I guess this is some very advanced version of that. Open AI Chat GPT. 
I feel like I just feel like I'm too no old. What you're talking about. I know. Hey, no, it's this new thing. Hey, Microsoft. I know, and I have no idea what it yeah, is. Yeah, Microsoft has invested ten billion dollars in it. It's like I feel like it's something big, but I just, I just feel like I'm too old billion? to learn. Such a lot. I feel like I'm too old to learn new stuff. You you're know, thirty. <laughs> well, like I have a video up up here for it, but I'm looking. It's like three minutes and 48 seconds i'm like do i care that much about learning what it is i don't know um maybe i'll learn more uh, next time but what about getting a college degree jesse i have noticed something i want to ask you about it hey yes i see that it's in billboard excellent i'd like to buy 500 shares of animotion incorporated Okay. Uh, now, before I execute this order, are you sure you understand the risks of stock ownership? Absolutely. I've noticed recently a lot of politicians, Joe Biden being one, getting up on uh, in front of people doing speeches and be like, you don't need a college degree and I'm going to make sure these jobs are for everybody and there's no college degree required and no college, don't go to college, don't worry about no college, I don't even care about college. I don't want to hear you talk about no college, see you look at the college books. Have you seen this? It's like a new thing. I don't think it's that extreme. Yes, it is, what, what I think, What I think you're I just want to so, compare and contrast. When we were young, it was like the only option in the entire world was this college option and it was either that or homelessness in prison and now it's basically like there's all these other options and if those don't work then maybe you can try college but go ahead because here's the, here's the thing what's going on mm-hmm. is that people realize now or people are having conversations now that there is other opportunities to make good amount of money that can sustain you and your family and purchase a home uh, without having to go to college or limited amount of college, there's plenty of trade schools where you can get beyond fast track to become electrician, plumber, construction worker, uh, project manager. You can go to nursing school. There's so many other opportunities, like especially here in Nevada, where you can make more than a person that goes to college. So what I think is happening is that people are saying that you don't necessarily need to go to college to make good money, but here are these options that are able to substitute you in order to make the American dream so happen for you. But I still believe as a person that graduated from college, that college does not only, it's not only just, I graduated from college, so I'm going to start making this amount of money. It prepares you for dealing with large scale projects, time management, socialization, mm-hmm. interacting with individuals you've never spent, you know, spend time with, or, or if you're, especially if I like, that's the like biggest for, thing for people that, honest. even if you're, Predominantly from predominantly if you're from a Latino community or if you're in a black neighborhood or if you're in a white neighborhood, actually coming into a community where there's different people that don't look like your neighbors or don't look like the people you went to middle school or high school with, you now are able to socialize and say, hey, you know what? I don't care what they're saying on the news or what's going on here. They're cool. They're just like me. You know what I mean? I think, and I think that's also what college is able to provide. Not just I graduated, and, you know, and now I make a hundred thousand dollars. There's, there's so many different variations of what you actually get from that degree. Well, I agree. Well, this will help people out because legislators in seven states, they're going to uh, have a bill for consideration. They're going to, they want agencies to collect data talking about how many people have graduated, what the loans are, what kind of jobs can you get, how much money you get. And I think that's good because you see all these commercials and stuff for all these bootleg colleges and stuff. And I think people do 
if you don't have guidance at home and you're young, I could see how you could be tricked in a Trump University, we'll just say, or Kaplan. Yeah. Or um, what's the one that's always Grand Canyon University, a quality Christian college? Hey now, Credit Karma, are they in trouble? You know, I always tell you, like, don't worry, don't pay attention to that. Eat Credit Harmony, Credit Karma. You don't see them as much as you used to, but for a while it was like, I don't know, Karma Credit or all kinds of things. All like, it's all fake. It's all nonsense. It's all just collecting your data, sending you stuff. And uh, this article basically came out. The Federal Trade Commission on Monday ordered personal finance company Credit Karma to pay $3 million to customers. The agency alleged were deceived into applying for products they weren't even eligible for. So here's the thing. So Credit Karma provides a free service. They, you know, they use other credit bureaus to get your information and they give you a projection of what your score could be and sometimes it's updated every single day if you pay down your credit card your score goes up it's more of a way to kind of be more transparent because this isn't something you're able to do back in the days so but here's the issue so credit karma in order to make a profit they get money from the credit mm-hmm. card companies to peddle their credit cards. Or and so loans under, for stuff. Or personal loans. All kinds of so stuff. So here's the thing. So Probably when Credit loans, Karma will give you a certain score like likely or excellent or not likely to to actually if you apply for these credit cards, mm-hmm. your likelihood of actually getting approved. Mm-hmm. So what this lawsuit is saying is that credit car karma actually tricked people into thinking that they would apply you know, if I apply, like your credit likely. karma says I'm likely or very likely to get this credit card, and they apply, and then that ruins their credit, and you know, and they're deceived. They're probably like forty percent likely versus seventy percent likely. So I mean, mm. that's a bit a big issue. Yeah, that's I don't I never sign up for stuff like that. I don't buy any kind of stuff. Do you want to be a millionaire, Mr. Jesse? No, I want to be a billionaire. <laughs> well, I got four rules from Mark Cuban. Maybe maybe they work both ways. I don't know. I love this one. Find something you can be good at, then be great at it, Jesse. That's a good one. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Um, number two, he always spelled, know how to sell. And it, this one's not just like selling a product or whatever. Um, we were watching that... Abbott Elementary recently, and I think one of the last episodes, they have a fundraiser and they're trying to sell candy bars. And they're just out there being like, hey, do you want to buy a candy bar? Hey, I'm like, no. Like, when I was a kid, I was out there selling it. And people would be like, oh, no, I don't, I'm losing my weight, you know. I'm like, oh, well, that's okay. How about you just give me 50 cents? And people would just give me 50 cents. 50 cents. Or just give me a dollar. They would just give me the dollar, and then I would keep the dollar, and I would keep the candy bar, eat it. And it was just like, you got to give people an option. People love an option. That's one. And it's like, have some have some branding, mm-hmm. you know? Do something cool. Be Have something cool about yourself, you know, that people remember. A business card, everybody's got a business card. That shit don't work. Number three, he says, be curious and always learn. That's a good one. You can't just like... Like me right now, I'm like, do I want to watch this three minute and forty eight second video about what is Chat G 
LGBTQ+. I can't even remember. It's like me, LGBTQ+. Plus. I can't, I'm not going to be able to do this. We got something funny coming up about that in a second. Uh, and then number four, this is one me and you do this all the time. Like when we bought the house, we, we specifically said these words. When you walk into a room, you need to know your shit better than anyone else in the room. So if you're going to apply for a credit card or a uh, loan or buy a car, you go in there, you need to know everything about the car. You should know everything about your credit, about your finances, not the other way around. That's how people fool you, right, Mr. Justin? Bamboozle you. Bamboozle you. You don't want that. No, no, sir. How about a little break, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and M&M's is, M&M's is in the news again. They must be really trying to... <laughs> they got a good PR team right now. It's working. All right, this is the Doctor Whoever Project. We'll be right back. KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Doctor Whoever. Boom. Oh boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day crusty Another day servicing the masses. Oh, I can't get enough. Did you have to die or did you lose it again? Honestly, I lost it again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another copy? Holly, stop playing games and lying to me. I've had some trouble with training still, and it's just a repeating record in my head that plays over and over and over until I give in. Yes, chocolate M and M's, Jesse. Well, okay. So on one of the last shows, we talked about how M and M's came out with a new M and M. I guess it's a purple M and M, and that purple M and M identifies her fem- her pronouns are she, her, hers, and she identifies as a as a female. And she's like, a, she's got a peanut inside her. She can tell she's a peanut purple female M and M. Mm-hmm. And she decided she was going to date the green M&M, who's just a normal, regular, green female M&M as well. And I guess people did not like this, Jesse. <laughs> and there's a, so Maya Rudolph is uh, coming out and they're doing, a, I guess there's an M&M commercial and everything. I haven't even clicked, clipped this yet, but um, so I guess she's now the voice. Maya Rudolph is the, is the voice of the, purple, the of the purple M&M now, I'm guessing. Your audio we get it. Even candy shoes can be polarizing. <laughs> Last year, the character underwent redesign to represent today's more dramatic, progressive world. Miss Green hugged up her high heel boots for sneakers. <laughs> the new looks are slammed by Fox M&M's Tucker Carlson. Satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's Why would you want to have a drink of an M&M? It's not a real person. Okay. This is all, okay, I just saw it. This is all hyped up for a Super Bowl commercial, Jesse. It just said, it just said right there. 
So be prepared for that. Knows what they're doing. They know what they're doing, please. And they know people like what's more cute and innocent than an M&M. Um, but I don't know about this one, Jesse. I don't know if this place quite knows what they're doing. Um, you know Culver's? Yeah, you made me go there one morning. We went there once. It was great. Well, um, they are switching. Okay. I thought it was great. They're switching from um, Coca. They're switching from Pepsi to Coke, and people are pissed. It's like one of those things. Honestly, like, that's so interchangeable. With I don't know, though. Like, I feel like if you go to a place because of that specifically, it can make people angry. That's like if you went to McDonald's and you like your Diet Coke. It's true. I like my Diet Coke. And wait, now you got a Diet Pepsi? That's strange. Um, what about this Taco Bell box, Jesse? Taco Bell has unveil- unveiled its uh, game box, and it's got chicken strips and Mexican pizzas, like a pizza with they'll chicken never, strips and tacos. They'll never have that in stock. That looks pretty cool. They're it's, liars, I'll tell you that It right says, now. Um, with, with the season's biggest game right around the corner, Taco Bell introduces the new Ultimate Game Day box featuring an array of Taco Bell favorites, including a Mexican pizza returning the crispy chicken strips. I never even heard about those. Um, and so, more so starting January so. 26th. So the box is supposed to include one Mexican pizza, yeah, four crunchy tacos, yeah. and eight crispy chicken wings, oh, along with delicious. two spicy ranch dips for $20. That seems a little pricey to me. I was actually going to say it sounds pretty cheap. I mean, eight chicken wings is how, see, how much one, if you One, two, to... three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So you can 14. get a chicken wing. Let's let's talk chicken wing at, at a chicken place. So I don't right? eat chicken wings a lot. It's a dollar, make a dollar wing, say right? Really? Dollar wing with inflation, Jesse? No, no, no. A dollar wing, right? And then four tacos. Aren't those usually like fifty nine cents? Tacos? No, they're probably like, like the two dollars. They're probably like two dollars nowadays. That's a thing. Two dollars. I was going through my and head then, and I was okay, like, then the, doing the, the two dollars a piece. Pizza, what is that? Usually like three bucks, right? Oh, that yeah, that's usually cheap. So eight. 9, 10, 11, But it looks 12, so cool 14, in the little 15. box like that. So 15 maybe. I think Where's I'd this 22 it. coming from? It looks pretty cool. They, they should have made it $23 for 2023, and then they'd have a reason to overcharge. <laughs> All right, so, but also, you oh, can sorry. get... I just want people to know that... You can also get the chicken wings a la carte. I want to. I do want to try six ninety nine. I think I want so to I try told the you, chicken wings. Well, how can you get the chicken wings for six ninety nine? So chicken wings are only seven dollars. And there are eight chicken wings. Yeah. Six. Eight. This is. I, get, I bet wings. there's less chicken wings when you get them. I bet you only get like four when you get it from actual. Order. I need. I need an investigation. Done. This is what Congress should be investigating. What? Three days and we can figure it out. We'll go find that. That could drive me to Taco Bell. Yeah. I could do that. It's, it's a possibility. It looks pretty I'll good. Pass. You know, you don't want to. Okay. Well, how about some yes, Queen Jesse? Let's go. LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Here we go. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. Yeah. LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Like feminine? Or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your, your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you preach or say. No matter what you preach or say. There's no fighting in You can't breathe again. All right, well, we have an interesting one. Um, this lady was in the news on our show and in the other news recently because she is one of the Democratic leaders that had to keep getting up and nominating Hakeem Jeffries as speaker 15 times during that whole whole madness. Um, but 
Catherine Clark, Clark uh, from Boston, the, the, the congresswoman from Massachusetts, right? She has a LGBTQ plus daughter, son. I'm not going to... I'm not going to identify this person's pronouns because I'm not quite sure what they are. Um, but the name is Riley Dow, 23 years old. Apparently, they were tagging uh, No Cop City and something that said ACAB. I'm not sure whatever that is. I don't even know. But um, I guess she got arrested. It's a common something. acronym for anti-police. So all cops are bastards. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, hey, I'm, I'm not saying I don't disagree with some of these things and the, the, that, but... Um, I guess she was arrested, and there was something uh, with an assault to one of the officers. So that's mm. that's where it's not good, I guess. And there, you know. I mean, so. my my thing is, but I, I think I have it, it's an equalizer. You know, I have everybody. That's LAPD. Not all all officers are bad. When you're in danger, a lot of people call officers. It's the same thing with teachers. There's bad teachers out there, but I had some great teachers. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing with officers. And it's not fair to generalize all police officers as being bad people because I'm not, not saying that this was even no, like I'm, I'm a bad say, thing. I'm, ju- I'm just saying which, you know. In this case, it looks like the kid was in the wrong. You can't go tagging things and, you know, you can't do that, you know. It's only a $500 bail, so it doesn't look like it was a major crime. This is only, this is only in the news because of who this person's mother is in the, you know, in Congress. Um, and that it's a big name, so it's kind of like a, ha, look at you. In your face, sucker. I need to get my sound effects board back. <laughs> it's upstairs in the main so, studio. So, the majority, uh, you know, uh, minority whip, I should say. Last night, she quoted as saying, my daughter was arrested in Boston. Uh, I love Riley. And this is a very difficult time in the cycle of joy and pain in parenting. And Clark also said this is, she's evaluating the legal system. And I'm confident that in the process, they'll figure this out. And you know what? For one thing, maybe it's good that this person that's a member of Congress, this might be the first time they've ever been exposed to the legal system in a way that it's coming against someone that's in their family. Like, I've been arrested all kinds of times, Jazzy. And we got to get another yes queen for this one. Yes queen, yes queen, yes queen! Yeah! Adam Lambert, Jesse. Um, he came fan. out. I know you love him. He's not somebody that I really. Yeah, I don't really. He's. He's. I could never name a song or anything. But I mean, I've, you can't name anybody. I know, but I, I hear him every once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds good. The, the, the vocal. I don't like all that up and down. Like, what do you call it? Like bravado, or I don't like all that. You're it's not. You're not thing. into people that can hit impossible notes. I just. It's. I'm. I'm it doesn't cool. appeal all, to you. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. But for me, it's no. one of those things that gives me chills, and I think it's. No. Unbelievable. I mean, I guess it's, I mean, I've heard it, but I mean, once you hear one, you've heard them all, I guess. But, um, well, Adam Lambert, of course, made famous from American Idol. Uh, this Rolling Stone article, uh, he came out and said that he decided that he was going to be, quote unquote, gay as I fucking can be because of the homophobia he, you know, yeah. experienced. See, I was kind of like in the middle. I was a little gay acting, but I was, I like played with sticks in, in the woods and had skint knees all the time and like did boy things, but I, mean, I didn't the, really care about sports. So here's the thing. But I wasn't ballerina singing either. Well, the best like thing. Like my mom about, wanted me to play piano and I was okay, like, that's lame. I don't like so that. So the yeah. best thing about being LGBTQ, there's so many different variations. Yeah, there's so like many, everybody. you know, levels of who you are, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, someone that wants to drag there or someone that is an NFL player. You know what I mean? So I think. The levels of the community differ so much. And what I like about what Adam is saying is that, you know, he felt that he needed to be the most extreme version of himself 
just to say fuck you to everybody Middle who finger. is just so anti-gay, right. who closed a lot of doors and opportunities for him in his early career. Because he did come out at a time where it still wasn't okay to be gay, and it was very taboo. So I, I'm kind of glad that he opened up about this, because this is oh, something yeah. that, you know, as a gay person as well, you know what I mean? This is something we all deal with when trying to figure out who we are and what version of ourselves we want to put out there. We've recently talked about younger celebrities that have decided to come out, um, football players, um, what, there are a few athletes recently. You know, it's I think it's therapeutic and cathartic for those people to be able to be themselves, especially when they're under such a microscope. Yeah. And that only allows other people out there in the world to kind of point to them as a little bit of an example because they can see the responses they get because they're out there. It's so on the news. Is, it's on social media. They get to see the likes and the dislikes. And so I think it helps people be themselves. Adam has said also is that visibility is so powerful. Uh, so Lambert concluded in his speech that the LGBT community has been under attack for a very long time. And we're currently under attack again. So there's a lot of you know conservative pushback on what he's doing. And it's important for him to share the queer experience and let people know what the LGBT community actually looks like instead of fearing it. Hmm? Do you, bro? Like, I just, I've just never had the desire to put on, like, high heels and stuff. It's just not my thing. But if you want to do it, knock yourself out. I'm like, go for it, you know? Like, like if somebody was like, hey, we're doing a charity event. Will you wear a dress and everybody else is doing it? I'm like, sure. But, you know, I don't have, like, a section of my closet that I go, you know, to when you're away and have my little tea parties. It's just not my thing. But if that's yours or whatever, if, if you want to wear a diaper and pretend like you're a baby man or a baby woman, who cares? Like, do you? You know, it's, that's kind of my thing, right, you know? I mean, I think we live in a society where everybody should be whatever version of themselves or express themselves in any way they want mm -hmm. that's safe and doesn't hurt harm anybody else and that's exactly what they're doing they're expressing themselves in very artistic ways and i think it's important that people are able to do that i was listening to jake mr tapper earlier today and he uh had a quote or a stat and it was something like the generation x like the parent our parents generation is the most actually maybe not even ours like maybe more like you know like logan like his age or like mm -hmm. my sister's age if like she wasn't uh didn't have older parents mm -hmm. like those people are the most conservative generation like really compared to millennials who are like the least and i think maybe that's because we saw our parents struggle and not understand and be fooled by so much fakeness and and know that things are just to Google away if you want to find the real answer, yeah. you know, kind of thing. What do you think about that? You think it's from, you guys got any news to that or no? No, I think it's pretty accurate. All right, you want to go to the new, new news, Mr. Jesse? Let, 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 All right, let's go. Let's do the new, new news you need to know right here on the Doctor Who Ever Project. Oh, it's your favorite person, Jesse.
Mr. Ruben Gallego, congressman in Arizona, Jesse. He's made the news. What do you got to tell yes. us about him? So congressman out of Phoenix, Arizona, Ruben Gallegos, has announced today that he is running for Senate against now independent, formerly Democrat, Kristen Sinema, uh, who has upset a lot of people uh, for stopping in the Senate some key Biden um, legislation and priorities, including uh, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, uh, including immigration reform, including uh, $15 minimum wage. A lot of the things that Democrats feel that there needs to be, especially the voting rights, is a very huge issue. It affects black communities, it affects brown communities, it affects Asian communities. And she's been just really out of touch from not just the United States, but the people of Arizona and Congressman Gallegos said it's the last straw. He never intended to to run for the Senate, mm-hmm. but he feels that it's his right and he, the people of Arizona deserve someone that's going to represent them correctly. And so today he announced in a really good commercial that was in English and Spanish that he uh, never envisioned himself even graduating college, having a single mom, four good. kids. And having to, you know, get a job and work his way through college and actually went to Harvard. And then after graduating Harvard, gave back to his country that he loved so much and served in Iraq and then came back and found his way after dealing with PTSD to serve in the United States Congress. And he's been he's been a congressman for a few terms now. And now in 2024, he will go up against uh, I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be it's going to be a primary because it's not him against Cinema at this point because Cinema's taken her name out of the race as a Democrat and now as an independent. So we'll see what happens. But I think there's a lot of momentum behind uh, Congressman Gallegos for this run, and I, I'm really excited. I'm you know I'm a political person. Uh, I'm really I've met him a few times. He's come here to the state of Nevada to mm-hmm. help. I met him our, too. Help our elected officials nice. here in really important races. He spoke to that barber shop, and he was so he, real the way he talked to people. He knows how to speak to people in a very authentic way. I didn't even know he went to Harvard because you know you think of certain people that get an elite education as out of being out of touch, mm-hmm. but he was actually able to take what he learned from that education and still relay it to what's going on in every people want working day. Relatability families. nowadays, and it's, he's it's, relatable, and I think yeah. he has a really good shot. And I'm excited about his race. I love it, Jesse. I love it. Well, that's enough for the news today. We don't want to over news it. How about we uh how about we uh skip to the updates, Mr. Jesse? Okay. Let's see what we got here. So they have found more classified documents at Joe Biden's Wilmington home. I think this might be a different home. Um, this is like the third or fourth batch of documents now. I, I'm starting to really think, Jesse, it's, this, is all, this is all a scam. These are all planted purposefully to show this is how you do it. 
this is the correct way to do things so he could get Joe Biden's name back in the news. He could get rid of some people he doesn't like, hire some new people. It's all a scam. I is see this, it. It's is a this scam. A wink new QA? It is. It's it's a scam to bring attention away uh, from Hunter Biden so they're not worried about Hunter Biden and him whacking off from the webcam anymore. They're worried about these classified documents. It's genius, Biden. Genius, I say. I don't know about all that. But uh, in some other news, uh, the always controversial, the always ridiculous, the always can't believe you exist still, Congressman George Santos. So apparently added to the other stuff of craziness he's done, apparently planned an engagement dinner while he was still married to a woman. So uh, did you, I heard that he, uh, he got um, divorced from his wife like one day before the election started or something i don't know what is and the drag queen thing so he he actually okay i was trying to find this it's kind of long but it's almost worth playing this since we skipped some stuff let me let me let me get to it this is bill maher he does a whole thing okay all right here we go here we go all right let me find it all right here we go and no one on either side will notice some of santos's lies appeal to the far right far-right Republicans like being all-in, as he was on Trump's election-denying, or making the white power sign? I didn't even see him do that. Look at this. They got a photo claiming of claiming he was a Wall Street wonderkind who made millions working in Goldman Sachs, which he didn't. <laughs> or that he was a luxury yacht broker, which he wasn't. <laughs> the giveaway here is that Santos's district is Long Island, New York, suburb of Manhattan, not as liberal, but almost always went Democratic. Biden won it by eight points. So how did a Trump-loving, election-denying white nationalist get elected in a Democrat-leaning district? Simple. He told them what they wanted to hear, too. Uh-huh. What do liberals love? Identity politics and victimhood. So he said he had a brain tumor. <laughs> and he was one of the first New Yorkers hospitalized for COVID. He said he lost four co-workers in the famous Pulse nightclub shooting in 2016. Sick. He's from Brazil, which is overwhelmingly Catholic, but when he ran in New York, he said he was Jewish. Jew. And in fact, his grandparents Itch. fled Ukraine to escape the Nazis. That's right, his Jewish Ukrainian forefathers escaped the Holocaust by being born Catholic in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> His immigration policy is we must stop people like me from getting into this country. <laughs> also, he claims to be half black. I didn't hear that one. Although I doubt that's the half that wears a blazer with a fleece vest. <laughs> he is the worst dressed. Oh, and he's gay. <laughs> of course. And they show that picture of him touching his lips. Divorced, he divorced the woman he was married to two weeks before the campaign started. Well, there we go. Oh, yes. George knows where the sweet spots are with Democrats, too. He once said, I'm very much gay. <laughs> what does that mean, very much gay? You have a blue check mark on Grindr? <laughs> Everybody keeps asking, how could a guy like this get elected? I'll tell you how, because no one cares anymore about substance. It's all tribalism. The only thing that matters is, is he on our team? My side of your Is side. he doing our shtick? 
Santos is just the first one to realize you could do both sides shtick and get away with it because people have completely tuned out anything that doesn't already fit their narrative. Republicans love a winner, and Democrats love someone whose life story makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> For Republicans, George claimed he went to the Capitol on January 6th. Yes, he personally attended the insurrection and has tweeted hashtags like Dems are destroying America. But that obviously didn't matter to plenty of Democrats in his district. What mattered is that he's a brave, sad, proudly gay, half-black Latino Holocaust victim. Hi, right, Mr. Jesse. That's pretty what do you well think? It's good, right? I really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. All right, let me turn my mic back up. Hey, Mr. Jesse. Can you hear me still? Okay. All right, so we are finally going to get some more sun, Jesse. Have you heard about this? So coming up on, I think it's the 26th, the same day you can get that Taco Bell deal. Mm-hmm, Thursday, January 26th. It's going to be the first 5 p.m. sunset of the year. So slowly, slowly, the days get a little longer, Jesse, and I get a little less cranky. I haven't been out to organize the garage. My tools are all over the place. It's just so <laughs> cold out there. All right, Jesse, you want to wrap it up for the day? Let's wrap it up. All right, I got one more thing I wanted to ask you about um, and see if you've see if you've, uh, see if if you've you've seen this clip, and then uh, we'll wrap it up for the day. Got anything else you want to throw out before we do that? No, no, I think we covered a lot. It was good. I'm getting a little hungry, though. All right. For the new normal in local Las Vegas radio, Doctor Whoever is now streaming live in HD. Delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com. Mr. Jesse, have you seen any of the new season of Family Guy? Do you I enjoy not. Family Guy? Yeah, it's all right. I, I really like Family Guy, and I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I said I was in a show hole, a show hole the other day. I felt like I was a little bit of a show hole, but I discovered there's like a almost a whole half a season of Family Guy I haven't oh, seen. Oh, okay. And um, in this clip, I want you to see uh, Family Guy mocks the uh, is he the senator or the congressman Josh Hawley. Senator Holly. Is it Senator Holly? With the one where he's like running out of the Capitol. Have you seen the footage of him like running out of the Capitol on January 6th? You know, they like to play that a lot. Well, um, apparently, South Park has seen it too. Uh, I'm going to show you this and tell me what you think about this. 
Madam, may I call your attention to my opponent's actions during the attack on the Capitol? Here is Stewie waving to supporters safely behind barricades. And here he is with Josh Hawley, fleeing the riot they helped stoke. <laughs> Isn't that funny? They actually have the real video, and then an animated Stewie following behind Josh Hawley. <laughs> Tell me that's not funny. Wow, what a little funny. bitch. <laughs> And I love that uh, the voice is Jerry. You know, Jerry from uh, Rick and Morty. It's, uh, uh-huh. The voice is Jerry. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Who do we have coming up on the Broken Hip Hop wrap-up today? Flowrider. Flowrider, okay. Nice. Oh, 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 no, I broke my hip. I don't think that's a good idea. Say you want some too? You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, E. Well, Flo Rida, oh, he is having a wild week. He has just been awarded $82.6 million, Jesse. Hey, he had a better weekend than Beyonce. Uh, apparently that that drink company, I've seen these before. Celsius. Cel- Celsius. Celsius. Yeah, so Flo Rida was an early uh, promoter of Celsius energy drink when they first came out. And so apparently he was supposed to get a percentage of their dividends... Um, but would never receive that. And, and apparently Celsius was telling him that he received all the compensation he was supposed to get. So he sued Celsius, and the court decided that he was owed $82.6 Who million this stuff dollars that they have that much damages. money? Well, good job, Florida. Damn. I, that's that stuff I've seen before, and they were giving out samples at Costco or somewhere. And I was like, oh, so here's the I, thing. Thought so it, I, I always thought it was alcoholic. So Celsius has the niche market. It's supposed to be healthier than Red Bulls. But it's not alcoholic. It's not alcoholic. I always thought it was so alcoholic. it's supposed to be healthier than drinking a Red Bull. There's more organic stuff in it. So it kind of has a niche market. Hmm. Um, Never and had it one. did really well. Um, so, you know, Florida says he took Celsius all over well, the it's world obviously with doing his videos, yeah. his concerts, his appearances in social media. And he just, you know... Gain some new respect for judicialism because they made him even richer than he already was. Hell yeah, good job, Flo Rida. Get your money. All right, Mr. Jesse, do you have anything else you want to throw for the day? Yep, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and any other good music place where you can find a podcast. Yes, where all the good podcasts can be found and always at DrWhoever.com. like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give them the peace.
peace, I'm out. I feel like I have a chicken sandwich in my future. Homemade chicken sandwich coming Whoa, up. I might just end up eating chips. You know. mm, 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 mm. I, apparently, I'm, I'm not getting no sandwich no more. No more chickens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. Peace out. See you. Bye.